I'm Jackie Ventoris, founder of Messy Bun and All. Here at Messy Bun and All podcast, you will find tips on wellness, motherhood, sisterhood, and how our faith carries us through it all. You will find inspiration, encouragement, and resources to help you on your journey. Life is messy, but together we can do this. Messy bun and all. Hey, welcome back to another episode here on Messy Bun and All podcast. So excited to be joining you. Now, this is a special series we've been doing on Psalm 23. Now, if you haven't listened to any of the other episodes, I invite you to do so. You can always find them real easy on our website, www.messybunandall.com. Now, today we are wrapping up this series. I know. I just had so much fun doing this. And hey, if there are any other verses that you want to go deeper into or you think would be great to kind of see how can I make this practical for me, um, please share those with me. I would love to take a deeper look with you. All right. So today we are looking at Psalm chapter 23, verse 6. Now, before we get into that verse, last week we talked about God preparing a table before me in the presence of my enemies. And the image I just had after we recorded and talked about that, I was just like, I love how God is just in the middle of everything. He's in the middle of life with me. Like that table is in the middle of a room and all the food, all the drinks is in the middle. And when I sit at the table, I am sitting around what's in the middle, right? That's my focus. That's what I'm doing. And then whoever's at the table is at the table because I invited them. And so I'm picturing God just with this table in the middle of my life, in the middle of the storm, right? And I love how Verse 6 starts, and surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. Now, when I think about being at the table in the presence of my enemies, surely there are times where we have let the enemy sit at the table, like where we've totally messed up, right? And are eating the crumbs or eating what the enemy wants us to eat from instead of what God has placed before us, right? And so there are times where I know God's grace and God's mercy is obviously there. It's still present. It hasn't gone anywhere. In parenthood, you know, in motherhood especially, um, I feel like one of, and this is total transparency, one of the big challenges that I face, maybe one of our generational traits is our family has um, anger issues, like just strong anger, right? And it's crazy because I never truly don't think I've ever struggled with it until I, I had Wally and my patience was on a different level, like my sleep, you know, everything shifted. So my patience is different. It's not, I'm not as tolerant (laughs) of things, right? And so there are times where Wally will act up. Obviously he's four, but overall he's an amazing kid, right? But, you know, he gets hangry or the naps are skipped or who knows what, right? He's overstimulated, whatever it is. Here's here's what I want to say is there are times where he is just acting up. 
And I am just getting ready to explode. Like I'm getting ready to lose it and just like scream and just want to yell and just, I just want to say something really loud to get him to listen and do it, you know, but kids, kids don't react well to that. And so, so I've learned it. <laughs> and so here's one of the things that I do with Wally now. And I, when he is acting up, what I do or or if he's angry, right? If he has a strong emotion, because what I don't want him to learn is that feeling mad is bad. A lot of times, yeah, when he's mad, it's so inconvenient for me. And that's why I feel it's bad. But the emotion itself is not bad. Like him being upset, angry, like all of those emotions are perfectly normal for what it is he's feeling. And so I want to validate it, right? So what we've started doing instead, which helps calm me down too, (laughs) is when I notice he's upset, I'll say, Wally, let's go to your room. And so he'll always panic because he thinks when he's in trouble, we're sending him away alone. And it's never the case, right? Like, oh my gosh, the same thing with us in life and and God, right? When we do something bad or when we do something wrong, I think a lot of times we feel like God is sending us away alone. And you know what? God doesn't parent the same way we do. God doesn't parent broken. Um, God doesn't parent in anger. God parents in love. And so God always goes with us. And a lot of times we are the ones who remove ourselves from life or from a situation that could be good. And instead, you know, we're, we're taking ourselves into a cave or whatever it is with our depression, our anxiety, our fear, right? And God will follow us. And so in, in, in that light, right, when I take Wally to his room, I say, okay, Wally, let's work on this emotion. You're feeling mad. He's like, yeah, I am so mad, you know? And he has this huge, like colorful bouncing ball that we got from Dave and Buster. And it's amazing. So what we do is I say, Wally, you take all that anger and bounce that ball down, straight down at the floor, not at me, (laughs) straight down on the floor and just release your anger. And so we release it, right? We've been doing this. And He'll look at me now, like, so we've kind of made this a routine, right? And before, it's been amazing to see a shift before when he would get in trouble, I would send him honestly to time out or to his room on his own. And it would just be even worse than, you know, the meltdown he was having before. And the shift now is that when he does something wrong or or when he just needs a moment to kind of recover from that strong emotion, what's beautiful is that he knows, okay, we're going to my room. And so we go to his room and he takes my hand now. Or if he doesn't take my hand, he walks and he keeps looking back to make sure I'm following. And I follow him and I follow him to his room and we work through that situation. And that's exactly what God does with us is that whatever we are facing when we're at that table in the presence of our enemies, under stress, under generational issues, trying to do the hard beep work of healing, right? Like it is 
So shout out to all of you who are in therapy and who are trying to break free from generational curses because it is hard work. Like I was telling my therapist the other day, I'm like, it is exhausting, like almost in tears, right? Or maybe I cried. I don't remember, but <laughs> I feel like I cry all the time. But um, I, I just tell her, man, it is so beep and tired. Like it's tiring, like to work so much to get the freedom that I need from this so that my son and anyone else after him if there is anyone else after him, right, that they don't ever have to go through what we had to go through. And so the beautiful thing, though, in all of this is that whatever we are facing, hard, easy, in between, no matter the level of it all, when we are facing those things, God is at our table and he will never, ever ask you to go on your own. He will never send you to time out on your own. He will never leave you in the moment where you are peaking with your anger, with your resentment, with your hurt, with your pain. And so I love when it says in verse six, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. When I see goodness and mercy, goodness and mercy. Like those are promises of who God is, right? God promises to be good. God promises to give us mercies, new mercies every morning. And when I think of it following me, it's like in the sense how I follow Wally in in the middle of his rage and his emotion, it's like God himself is following. Now, also in context of the verse where Psalm 23 is is talking about the cup running over, right? You can also think of it as a stream of water when he guides us to those still waters, right? The stream of mercy that flows, the stream of goodness that flows, that forgiving mercy, that protecting mercy, that sustaining mercy, that supplying mercy, right? It follows me. Just like God followed his people when they were freed, right? As Israelites, they were freed from the slavery. When they walked through the wilderness, when they had to walk into the promised land, just like you are being walked into the promised land that he has promised to you. God is saying in this verse, I am going to follow you. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. Surely daughter, goodness and mercy will follow you. Surely daughter, God will follow you. And it continues to say all the days of my life. Because when God loves you, which he does, and because God loves you, His love has no end for you. Look at this verse. All the days of my life. How long will God follow me? All the days of your life. Because because God loves without end. His love has no end for you. So when you mess up, when you let the enemy at your table, when you are feasting on other things, 
He wants you to know no matter what, no matter how all of that goes down, goodness and mercy are yours and I will follow you all the days of your life. God's love is consistent. God's love is new. His mercy is new every morning. His love is every day for you. There is no way you have messed up too much for Him to not be there for you. And the certainty of it, right? All the days, surely, that verse starts off, right? Verse 6, surely, for sure, without a doubt, the truth is that goodness and mercy will follow you all the days of your life. It is there for you to take. It is there for you to believe in. So if you're at a point where you think, hey, I am not the best Christian. I wasn't a good Christian. There is more work. to You know what? Yes, there's always room for us to grow, to get closer, to get deeper. But it doesn't mean that you are less worthy of God's love. You are always worthy of God's love. Why? Simply because you are a daughter of God. That's all. That's it. There is no other qualification you need to be loved by God. And so today, I want you to stand firm in that truth that because I am a daughter of God, I am loved and he will follow me all the days of my life. It goes on to say, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. There's nothing beautiful than knowing that you are not alone in life, but also when it closes, when David closes this chapter by saying, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever, he's thinking about when my time here, God, on earth is done. Not only are you going to follow me here on earth in this earthly life, but then and I will, future, when that time comes, where my life here on earth is done, I am going to dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Our life will always be with God, whether on earth or whether when we're finally in that house that God has promised for us, right? It says, I will dwell in the house forever. Our Father's house is above where He is building and making and preparing, right? God is always, man, He is always preparing. That's what I love about Him. And that's what I love about God. And that's what gives me hope is that there is never a moment that God is not working for you, for our favor, right? And so not only is God preparing a table here on earth, but when it says, I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever, God is still in preparation mode. I am preparing mansions for you, right? The Bible verse said, if it were not so, I would not have told you, right? But knowing that 
Our Father, our God is preparing mansions. He's preparing a place for us so that we can dwell with Him forever. It is like more than we could ever ask for. If we know a good Father here on earth, you know, if we've come to know God as our good Father here on earth, can you imagine how much more we will truly understand once we come face to face with Him, right? To know how how much of a good shepherd He truly, truly is. I want to dwell in that house forever with Him, right? If God's goodness to us is like morning light, it shines perfect every single day. It shines perfect. There is nothing that is imperfect about His love. You know, I'm the one that falls short, but God, God will follow me all the days of my life. So that in that promise, in that verse, there is hope that every day I can find goodness. Every day I can find new mercies. Every day, no matter what my circumstance or what it is I'm going through, God will be following me. And He will never, ever send you away to recoup yourself, to to calm down on your own. In fact, He takes your hand and He goes with you. He is with you. He is with you. God loves you. And there's never a moment that you have gone too far for Him and His love to reach you. Know that. Know that surely, for sure, without a doubt, goodness and mercy will follow you. May our goal in this life be to get to know God even more, even deeper. May our love and appreciation for Him just grow with each and every day. And that's really what I wanted to leave you with in this verse, with verse six, forever. One day when we are with him forever and ever and ever, we will never, ever have to look back on the pain, on the trials. We will say it was worth it. It was worth it. And so while we are here, as we continue to journey, I am so grateful that you are a part of this community here at Messy Bun and All because we know here that we are all striving to get closer to God, that we are all striving to grow deeper in our love and in our knowledge of who God is. And I want you to know that you are never alone in what it is you go through. So thank you for being a part of this journey with us. I can't wait to continue to go deeper in God's word with you. So may God bless you. I hope the series has challenged you maybe in new ways, maybe inspired you, maybe given you hope that you really needed on your journey. 
whatever it is, I hope you share it with us so that we can continue providing these uplifting, encouraging resources for you. Can't wait to talk to you next week on our podcast. God bless. Hey, thanks so much for giving us a listen here at Messy Bun and All Podcast. If you haven't done so already, make sure you give us a follow on Instagram and YouTube. And if you would like to find out more about any upcoming events or how to get involved with Messy Bun and All, you can go to our website at www.messybunandall.com. Thanks so much. I can't wait to see you again. Bye-bye.